I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. As a small business owner, do you ever have those emotional or physical slumps where you just feel overwhelmed and you feel like it's just all a little bit too much? And you may even start to question, why? Why do I do this? Why do I bother? And I think there's been a little bit of that sentiment lately as we all enter our third year of managing the pandemic that is COVID. It becomes really hard to set goals or just get excited about goals, you know, or or even just think about a future and, and have some certainty about that future when you kind of just expect it to be interrupted by stuff that ultimately you can't control. There's plenty of research that suggests when humans have a higher belief or a force that they have faith in, that it can actually help them navigate through these tough times because they're focused on something that is much bigger than them. And ultimately, ultimately it's something that's much bigger than the problems that, that they face, you know, be it that day or that month. Christine Kaur is the founder and CEO of a company called Chorus Executive, which is a holistic talent management consultancy and also a company called People Coach. And she believes that having a purpose or a why um, that you're really authentically aligned to can help you steer yourself through troubled waters. And this in itself is nothing new. Like we've all heard Simon Sinek's famous TED talk about finding your why and purpose has been a workplace cultural buzzword for a few years now. But given the situation we're in at the moment, um, you know, both in the world as as business owners as well as individuals, we're facing a lot of challenges and many changes. And so it's probably a good time to kind of really tap back in and refresh ourselves as to not only the importance of kind of having a purpose or understanding what our purpose is, but the benefits of also engaging and infusing this sense of purpose in our tribe. And by tribe, I mean your team, your staff and, and your suppliers. You know, maybe it's it's a good time to kind of make sure that everybody remembers <laughs> that purpose um, and, and, re- and, and maybe an opportunity to kind of re-inspire people with that. I think as marketers and as business leaders, you know, it will often fall upon us to communicate that purpose with, particularly with our customers, uh, so that we can, you know, inspire them and, you know, align them to, to our values. And then this then helps 
you know, us as as a business and and I guess as a collaborative group, apply focus and and passion to something that drives, you know, momentum for for all of us. Partnering with an organisation that shares a, a similar mission or vision or a set of values to you and your business can also be a great way to help engage your stakeholders with, with your purpose. Christine is also a director for the Hunger Project's National Board, and she's chosen the Hunger Project as a strategic partner for her businesses to help amplify their respective purposes. And as some of you may already know, we, um, Dragonfly Marketing and the How to Do Marketing um, Academy, have also partnered with the Hunger Project for the very same reason. So in this conversation, Christine talks about why purpose is so important and how in market, you know, in our marketing, it's important for us to communicate this purpose and, and how we can do that. And we also talk about the power of those strategically aligned partnerships and how they can help to align your, your purpose to your business and your brand. So enjoy this conversation. I hope it does help um, to re-inspire you around your purpose. Hi, Christine, and welcome to the How To Do Marketing Show. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, such a pleasure. You're actually my first interview for 2022. So it's lovely to get back in the seat and start chatting with inspirational people like yourself. Now, tell me, we're talking about purpose today, which is, it's a topic that obviously has been around the traps now for a couple of years. Um it's not something that people will be altogether unfamiliar with, but why do you, Christine, think that it's important for small businesses to align to a greater purpose? So I've been pondering this question a lot over the last, well, two years, but specifically, but even over the last few weeks. Um, And the reason why purpose is important across the board, whether you're a business owner, small business, large business, individual or leader, it is because your purpose is what gets you out of bed every day and inspires you to release your discretionary effort when you feel like you've got no more effort to give, right? So, you know, purpose is aligned to the why, is is aligned to your passion, is aligned to your love, is aligned to everything that you do, and and particularly in a small business when it can be very difficult when you've had the 17th rejection for the morning, when the bank won't give you that overdraft, when, you know, a new team member hasn't worked out or done something wrong that's made a customer upset, you know. You've got to understand why you're going to get up again to do this thing again versus finding something else to do where potentially you could make more money. Because let's face facts, right? People talk about being in your own business where you get all this stuff, you get freedom and autonomy and mastery and all this money and all that. And it's like, hold on a minute. I work much longer in my own business, sometimes for less money than I would if I was working in a corporate, right? Yeah. So, 
So I think purpose is so important with respect to you as the individual leader within the organisation. So that's number one. Number two is what is your reason for being for your customer? Right? Why in whatever business you're in, you're probably not alone. You've probably got, you know, 10, 20, 50, 1,000, 2,000 different competitors that are fighting for your space and your, your ownership there. So, so why will your customers want to work with you, right? So purpose, why? And then the final part, which is the part that I'm really passionate about, is your people. Yeah. Why are your people turning up in your organisation, releasing their discretionary effort for you? Yeah. So for all those reasons, um, purpose is a centre of everything that we do here at People Coach. It's at the centre of what we do for the Hunger Project, right, that real clarity. And, and in the words of the Hunger Project, it's a vision, commitment and action is our philosophy that's the what that's the same way I run people coach. What's our vision? What's our commitment? What's our action? Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's interesting, especially when you were talking about the the purpose is the why, it's the what gets us out of bed. For me, you know, I and I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of people who've woken up into 2022 and are just feeling quite numb and glum and despondent and not really excited about what we have in front of us. You know, there's still so much uncertainty with COVID. Uh, There's still a lot of, um, I guess, uh, what is certain is that that there's still not a lot of things that we're not going to have. You know, sorry, there's still a lot of things that we're not going to have this year or that we still can't look forward to. Um, and so there's a lot of people, and, and including myself, who are like, what am I working towards? You know, what, what, why am I doing this? Why am I getting up day in and day out? So that, that importance of connecting with that, that purpose and that why is probably even more important right about now, right? Oh, totally. And here's the thing, right? So my, my work in the, with people coach is around you know coaching organizations and and working with individuals right and a lot of the discussions that we're having with our coaches as we start uh, this year and also I've got a recruitment business so you know January is always the time when we get lots of calls going hey I just like to have a quick chat to talk about yeah. the year and what right because everyone's taken December January off if physically or mentally or both. They've come back going, what's for me moving forward? And this is where you get all your, you know, your, your uh, New Year's resolutions are going to lose weight, I'm going to be healthier, blah, 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 I'm not going to think every night, all those things. But also when it comes to our career. And because of the last two years, people are sitting there going, I can't do this yeah. in this organisation with this culture, with the aspiration to what? Make more money. Yeah. And what am I going to do with that money? Because I can't travel. I yeah. can't go to dinner. I can't buy, what's the point of buying new clothes because I can't go out, right? So so we're actually saying things like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And, like, there's some research that says 49% of people actually are in the wrong job. Wow. Right. So, so that's not, oh, I love marketing and I want to be in this organisation or that organisation. It's people saying, 
I don't actually like marketing. I don't know how I got here. I've just, I've just done it and I've earned a lot of money, but I don't know if I want to do this, right? Yeah. And so that's where the purpose comes, comes back into because if you are only doing it for money yeah. and you don't like where you're doing it in the current environment, you're just not going to deliver and you're never going to release your discretionary effort and you're never going to make that business as successful as it could be because you just don't care enough. Yeah. So, again, so it's really important to have, you know, the purpose of you, the leader, the purpose of your organisation and what you deliver and why you're important, why you're awesome and why people should partner with you and buy your services and then why your people should be turning up for you and with you and standing beside you when it does go all pear-shaped as it probably will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we know something that is certain is that, yeah, things will go pear-shaped at some time. Some stage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. look, I love that. I really I, and, and couldn't agree with you, you more. So then how about you talked about, um, you know, the importance of kind of engaging some of your people on that. So it's, you know, if you've got that, um, that why and that purpose and that's really palpable, you know, then you're going to bring your people along with that. And that's sometimes the, the, the leadership and the direction that people are looking for, particularly when they're feeling a little bit despondent and low and purposeless themselves. So how would you recommend that as a small business leader, you can engage your various stakeholders and stakeholders in small business can be obviously staff. It could be your customers, as you spoke about. It could be your suppliers. There might be partners that you work with. You know, how can you kind of make sure that you're engaging them with, with your purpose and, and um, I guess, aligning everyone on the, on the same path? Um, look, I think of all business owners, marketers should be able to do it the best right, because we spend our lives. So prior to starting a sales and marketing recruitment business, I was actually in marketing for five years, so just 15 years, sorry. So um, so at the heart of what a marketer does is we define that unique selling proposition, our point of difference, our brand essence, whatever words you want to use to really define, you know, what we're offering to our customers, right? Now, as a small business owner, our customer is all those people you just said, right? Our customers are our staff, our clients that are paying us, our bank manager, our lawyers, our whatever, blah, blah, blah. The the only way that you can bring them along is if you actually know it and if you're true to it and if you're focused on it. And what happens often, and, you know, I coach a lot of business owners, is that we start with an idea, but then we get waylaid by other things. So our purpose becomes, you know, we start this business because we want to, um, let's say for me, because I want to, you know, I believe that coaching should be accessible to all. I believe that everybody in an organisation should have the right to have a great career. So I started this platform where coaching you can get coaching for $99, right? So that's my purpose. But then over time, you're like, oh, I have to do that. But, yeah, I have to, I have to get more money. I have to pay this, these people. I have to do this thing. I want to win this award. I want to get different types of clients. I, want, um, I don't want to 
coach people at $99 anymore. I want to coach, you know, people at $1,000 because other coaches are getting $1,000. Why can't I get $1,000, right? And I'm not, I'm not saying that that happens to us. What I'm saying is we move from this really core, simple, clear purpose to all these other things getting in our way, right? And I think that that's the issue with any business that when your message becomes diluted. So the short for the cheap notes on that is stay clear and focused. So if you look at our website now and you look at any of our coaches' testimonials or, you know, when I say why are you working for us, 99% of them will say to use the words in any form, making coaching accessible to all. Yeah, and it's right. not because we've brainwashed them. It's because that's our mission. Yeah. If you talk to any of our exec team and we, we make a decision, the question will come, does this make coaching accessible to all? Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's at the centre of every conversation that we have about every service, every interaction, every product decision, every financial decision. Is this, Does this add to our mission? Yeah. Or, make it, or does it take away? And I guess... It takes work to make sure that your mission is clear, your purpose is clear, and that when you recruit, right, when you hire, when you get suppliers in, when you talk to your bank manager, whatever, that you are really clear about why you're doing what you're doing and that they understand and buy in. Yeah, yeah. Because you can learn skill but you can't buy passion. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. So if you have someone that's not quite as skilled but they totally believe in what they will make it happen. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really good point. Have you got any stories yourself about when you've aligned any of your businesses with a purpose and achieved a specific outcome by, by doing that? Well, I'll do it the other way around, right? Yeah. So I've now, I've got a few different businesses um, and I made um, the, the decision. So I've had two midlife crises. crises. <laughs> uh, in my second one, I decided to actually restructure the way I, um, so I, ha- I had this business called Chorus Executive. We, you know, had quite a, you know, large team. We managed recruitment in the sales and marketing area. And what I realised is whilst I loved I love and loved being a recruiter and helping organisations build great teams. I actually didn't love running a recruitment business. They're two very different things, right? I love cooking, but do I want to own a restaurant? right? Or I love gardening and do I want to be a gardener all my life, right? So they're two different things. At the same time, and and what that happened is that made me really unhappy because I was getting up and I was doing things, but I wasn't aligned to the purpose and I couldn't make that business as successful as it deserved to be because I didn't I, I didn't want to do it. Like yeah. Even though I was making good money, we had a good reputation, we had a nice team, blah, 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 I was not happy. Yeah. And what I decided to do was actually in some ways blow my life up but follow my passion. And that passion was... Um, making resources, coaching resources accessible to all. And when this journey started was when I went on my first trip with The Hunger Project. Uh So I went to Uganda with The Hunger Project. 
I was in a state of what I would call divine dissatisfaction. Like I had no reason to be upset. I have, I have had, you know, two healthy children, husband that loves me and I love him, you know, money in the bank, healthy family, blah, blah, blah. But I would have this underlying like misery, stress, anxiety, unhappiness. Yeah. So, you know, what do you do when you're feeling like that? You sort of say to your husband, I'm leaving my, I'm leaving, you know, you and the kids for three, two, three weeks and I'm going to Uganda. That's yeah. what you do. Right? Love it. So off I went to Uganda and it was at that point that I went, oh, my goodness, all the things that I'm upset about are totally in my control. Yes. I can change every single one of these things that are making me miserable and I'm choosing not to because I'm scared. Okay. And so that was the first beginning of making huge, huge changes in my life. Yeah. Um, and so why I, and so my alignment is with my alignment to the Hunger Project is not purely around the fact that, you know, it's a great organisation, it's doing great work, but the, the simple philosophy of creating a vision of the world that you want to live in. Yeah. Committing to the actions that are required to make the change to create that vision. To, yes. to live that vision and then act. Yes. Like there's no point going, oh, I have this vision and I'm really committed to it, but, you know. I'm gonna just and I'll just manifest it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'll just sit on the couch and eat another packet of chips, but I will get into those size eight pants. Like it's just not yeah. going to happen. You've got to do, do the hard something. work. Yeah. And you've got to fall over. You've got to get up. You've got to fall over. You've got to be snacked down. You've got to be, you know, all those things. And, yeah. and so that's what I took out of that first trip and that's why everything I now do is really clear clear um aligned to a really simple purpose yes yeah yeah i love that yeah no that makes complete sense allow me to briefly interject in this episode of the how to do marketing show to tell you about my bloody great marketing plan but firstly tell me if this sounds familiar you are a passionate and ambitious small business owner You bloody love being your own boss and you have some pretty grand plans for your business. But right now, you feel like your business is running you. You are working ridiculous hours. You can't stop thinking and worrying about how you will get more sales. And you are often overwhelmed when you think about all of the stuff that you're just not even getting to. This is not what you signed up for, right? A successful business to you is one where you have some choice and some flexibility. You have a good team of people to support you. You make a good wage and by God, do you earn a nice bloody profit because that's the reward for being in business. So there's a few core business functions that you will need to master in order to get to that spot. And one of those is marketing. In fact, in my experience, you're actually going to need a bloody great marketing plan to help you build that business dream. But it's got to be foolproof and it's got to be simple and easy to implement. You do not have time to faff about trying to understand complex and confusing jargon and malarkey. You've got a bloody business to run. So allow me to introduce my bloody great marketing plan. Simple, straightforward, no bullshit, and if you actually follow it, it will lead to that increase in your revenue that allows you to hire more staff, pay yourself well, and make a bloody beautiful profit. So 
if you want to start building that dream business of yours today by getting your own bloody great marketing plan into place, simply head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash my bloody great marketing plan. And now back to the show. The next question is more about like partnerships. So you've got your purpose in, in place and you've, you know, motivated yourself and obviously got your people around you motivated to also achieve it. Now, what about creating partnerships to help amplify that, that small business purpose? Have you got like how, how can actually, um, I guess, partnering with somebody else who shares a, a very similar kind of vision or mission really amplify that and, and empower both partners to achieve what they're set out to? So the first thing is you've got to be really strategic around why you want this partnership. Why does it, why does it work for you? Yeah. And why does it work for them? I find that sometimes people talk about their partnerships around what I can get out of it, but a partnership is about two or more people coming together. It's like being married. You can't go into a marriage going, oh, I'm going to marry you because you're a good, I don't know, provider, you're a good cook, you're a good whatever, and then not think about what they are getting out of the relationship because if you're only looking about what you get, they're not going to stay. It's not going to be beneficial for for both parties. So that's number one. So be really strategic about what you're giving and what you're getting. The second part is, is it actually relevant? Is it relevant to your people, like your internal people? Is it relevant to your customers? Is it actually a relevant partnership, right? And how does it work to your business? And thirdly, is it authentic? So I'll give you an example, right? So let's say you owned a um, transport business. Yep. And you thought to yourself, oh, um, the bread, the, the, you know, the, the um, breast cancer society, you know, yeah. my wife's got breast cancer and I, um, I want to support them. So I'm going to create a strategic partnership because, you know, also there's a, there's a big database. Like that would be totally irrelevant yeah. to your cohort. And, and it's not strategic. It's not relevant. It could be authentic. But what value does it add to both parties? Yeah, yeah. Right? So you've got to think about. So my partnership with People Coach is with the Hunger Project. Why does that? Well, it's definitely authentic, right? Because it's at the soul of you know, you know, of our vision is about equity of resources and equity of opportunity and living your best life, right? Yeah. So there's a true authentic. Is it relevant? Well, yes, it is relevant because. The Hunger Project's about education and empowerment of women to, to, you know, get themselves out of poverty. And for me, it's about education and um, empowerment of people to build their careers. And the next step is financial security, right? Um, third thing, is it strategic? Well, might not be as strategic in the sense of, you know, big networks and those sort of things, but it does align. It's not totally, like you can, you, when you look at the two, organizations you can see that they have an alignment they have a similarity they have a clear they have a similar purpose so it makes that makes sense yeah 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 right yeah um with you you know you're you've aligned with the hunger project also for the same reasons you're about empowering marketers small business people to actually be the best that they can be which is exactly the same mission as the hunger project just in a slightly different way that's right 
right? But if you were looking at building um, better accountant, I mean, maybe that, anyway, but you know yes. what, I'm, you know what yeah. I'm getting at. Yes. Yeah, yeah no, I do. And, and I think, like, the reason that I decided to, because you don't have to partner with people no. to, to achieve your mission or your vision or to even amplify your purpose. Like, I mean, businesses can no. do that on their own. Um, I, for me personally, like I chose to partner with the Hunger Project because I feel like that that kind of helps me contribute to the world and and my and not just me but my customers. So I've aligned all of the stuff that I do with the Hunger Project, and I think you've done this as well in terms of you know, the more customers, the more clients, the more people that start to work with me, the more I give to the Hunger Project so that there's, it's a it's a collaborative effort. It's not just, oh, here's a check for $10,000 once a year. It's let's do this together. You know, let's both feel empowered. Um, let's all feel empowered to kind of help one organisation, help a whole bunch of people, you know, in, in completely a different in different country and in different circumstances but I'm the same as you the the alignment there was the fact that the hunger project empowers people with the skills so my business model for the how to do marketing academy is empowering small business owners with the skills to either do marketing themselves or even if they are going to outsource it they'll know, they'll understand it. You know, if I if I go to an agency or if I go to a freelancer, I know what I have to ask for. I know the results to expect. You know, I know what good looks like. I know what bad looks like. So I'm not just going to go shell out money and cross my fingers and, you know, hope for the best. And that's what I loved about the Hunger Project as well. It doesn't just show up to these villages and go, oh, here's a water tank, you know, or here's a hospital, you know, now go and resource it and good luck see ya you know it's this is how you first of all change your mindset and this is how then you empower yourself with the skills to to end hunger and poverty for yourself and and a big part of that is empowering people with leadership skills totally all about that Yeah. yeah and whether it's to become a better business leader whether it's to become, you know, a leader of your business in the functionality of, of the business or a leader of people or a leader of, you know, a, a group of um, anyone, really. It doesn't necessarily have to be in business. A lot of that is is empowering yourself with leadership skills. So you can take people on the journey. And I know the Hunger Project, like that's obviously what they do when they go to, you know, villages throughout Africa and India and all the rest but they also offer some of those programs here and they do have an upcoming leadership immersion pro- program, which I like couldn't subscribe to fast enough. <laughs> but can you tell us a little bit about that? Because this is this is like skills for the modern world and it's particularly for small business, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, so what we used to do in this world pre-COVID is we would take people um, over to our program countries, so Uganda, Malawi, India, Bangladesh, and actually take them through this program. What we've done um, for this year is we are going to go to Marysville. We've, we've cut down, cut it down to a couple of days rather than 10 days. 
So it will be over a Friday and a Saturday and a Sunday. So you arrive Friday night and then we've got all day Saturday and then Sunday and we leave at 5 o'clock. And we're going to take you through um, our vision, commitment, action philosophy around creating a vision for yourself as a leader in your, you know, and, and as a leader, let's our definition of leader is every person. Yes. Because every person has a leadership role. You know, you could be a 15-year-old girl in Malawi who is an exceptional leader because she's decided to stand up against her, you know, her father who wants to, you know, sell her into child marriage, right? Yeah. So it doesn't, you have to be, don't have to be leading teams. You don't have to no. have a title. You don't have to be on, you know, $100,000. It's anybody that has the strength to stand up and say and do what is right for them and creating a vision for themselves. So so that's what we're going to do. Um it's really for anybody who wants to be in control or take control of their own destiny and see what they can create when they have the right mindset. Um, so we're going to be using all the philosophies and thinking of, of the Hunger Project vision. Uh, it will be facilitated by myself and um, a lady called Helen Scotts, who's one of the most incredible women that you'll ever meet. Um, she, Between both of us, we coach. Uh, we work with lots of organisations, including, you know, and we coach people across organisations like Vicinity Group, ANZ, AMP, um, uh, CSIRO, LinkedIn, okay, you um, know, Vicinity Group, Bega, you know, pretty much between both of us, we've worked with many, um, many leaders across many industries and organisations. So it'll be a combination of everything that we do at the Hunger Project plus um, our own ex- real-life experience and lived experiences as coaches and facilitators um, wow. here in Australia. Wow, yeah, that sounds amazing. And when it was going to be in March, but I think you've said it's, it might be yeah. pushed to May. Yeah, look, we've made the decision just because you've got to be agile. As a yes. leader, you've got to be agile. And just given the whole situation that we're in, um, we have decided to push the date back to May. Yeah. Um, and so we will confirm that. But for people to register their interest now, yes. you know, you're going to provide the link. The, the, the cost of attending has two components. There's a really minimal, very, very minimal turn-up cost of, you know, cost of your room and your food and that sort of thing. Um, the, the other part of the cost is a donation that we, we, we require for two reasons. One, we're, we're a charity and we need money and, and that's, that's part of it. The second part is, though, Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to raise $1,200 at a minimum and or more um, is a really powerful thing. And and I've got to say, when I first went, the target was $10,000. Yes. I had put my, and I thought, oh, my God, how am I going to raise $10,000? That's incredible. But, you know, being a a somewhat overachiever, I I said, I'm going to raise $12,000 because $12,000 is 20% more than I should and that, that'll be good. I ended up raising 22000 Oh, my gosh. And, and I think since I've been involved, I've either facilitated or raised or given, you know, uh, in the millions. Whoa. Not, me, not me personally, but facilitated as in I found the next Jane who said I'm going to do this and then, yeah. you know, so I've not only raised it personally but through my networks, through my speaking life, you know, I, I was... Um, 
it was interesting. I was nominated. Well, I was a Telstra Businesswoman finalist, and apparently, Good for you. when people, somebody got up and and you had to say who you were and why, apparently, and I can't remember this, I talked all about the Hunger Project, right? Because for me at that stage, the Hunger Project was the big impetus that gave me the confidence to say I can change my world. Yes, right. And so I spoke about that because I believed at that point that the Hunger Project gave me the bravery, the confidence to actually make the changes to get me at that table. And so out of that, you know, we've got a couple of people that have now joined the Hunger Project as investors. We call them investors or, you know, donating money in in the millions. So, um, and so I go, I think that goes back to authenticity, purpose, relevance. And yes. that was no strategy, actually. That was all about emotion. But but, <laughs> it, but it, it came from having a really, like, taking an idea, changing my mindset and actually doing something about it. Yeah. And what I love about that, um, and, and I've done a couple of similar things where I've needed to raise a lot of money, um, and what I love about that is when you first think about that, like you were saying then, like when you think of, oh, my God, how would I raise 10000 and then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of years later and you've raised millions or, you know, contributed millions. But it's that perfect example of what we're talking about in terms of purpose and aligning your people and aligning your vision. And it's really just once you start, I know certainly from my experience with raising money, sometimes when you just start talking about it authentically and passionately, I raised some money recently for the Amanata Maternal Foundation and it was a walking challenge and, and you had to raise um, you know, or well, you didn't, there was no, there was no kind of goal, but my goal was, I set my goal as, as 2000. Um, and so again, you kind of go out to all of your groups and, and you ask, you know, the, the people who are easy to, to, to ask, and then you get buoyed by people who are like, yeah, sure, we'll support you. Absolutely. So then you kind of go to the next tier and then the, the next tier. But what I think was the most surprising for me was sometimes people would just see me walking and I'd start telling them about what I was doing Well, I'm walking to raise funds. It's for Sierra Leone. It's the most dangerous place to have babies. And they were like, what's the link? You know, this is just people that I didn't, you know, necessarily even know. Or say, what's, the, what's the link? Oh, oh, my gosh, I want to donate to something like that. So it's that that real, real example of what we've just been talking about there of, of kind of showing that leadership, showing up, doing the work to actually make that vision happen and bringing people on, on board with you. Um, and it's not necessarily for you know, to achieve a business goal, like I, that had nothing to do with my business or, you know, what how it didn't affect my revenue goals for the year, um, but it was a nice thing to align with my social media channels, you know, to actually get my business um, community on board. So it's not like it has to, it, you know, it's, a, it's altruistic in a way, but, it's, but there's also some strategic advantage to it as well. Mm. And I think what I've learned, well, what I choose to see, uh, and what I've learned is that most people are kind and want to help. Yeah. Most people have empathy for others, right? And and so I remember um, one of my team members is coming on the on the um, immersion trip and she actually said while we were doing our videoing for our new website, she's like, but how do I raise $1,200? Like I don't even know. I've never raised any money before. And I just started talking and I didn't quite realise this, but the video was on. Like the guys were playing around and they were video. And it was two young guys, one's 24, one's 25, right? And we're talking about women dying of doing childbirth and women being raped and child marriage and 
no girl education. And we're talking about all these things. And I just looked to the boys and I said, guys, this is what's happening in the world. Yeah. This is what's happening to people and women. This is, you know, you've got Malawi where, um, you know, 85% of the population are living on under $1.25 US a day and they're having a meal every three days. Jesus. Guys, Zana, I know Zana's now going on a uh, on a leadership weekend. She needs to raise twelve hundred dollars. Will you help her? Yeah. And they both went. One of them said, "I'm nearly crying." Yeah. How much do you want? A hundred bucks. I've just bought a house, but I'm sure I could get a hundred bucks. And oh. and I just went perfect. And so these are two point one, twenty four, twenty five years old. You know, one was actually was. It's actually in a bad place because he did retail. He was still at uni, but he did retail. So he didn't have a lot of money. The other one had just bought a house. But they both went, oh, yeah, I'll give 100 bucks. Oh, right? so, and I just looked at Zan and I said, there you go. There's yeah. 200. 1,000 to go. 1,000 yeah. to go. Off you go. <laughs> right? Now, it's not hard to ask if you're asking for clear purpose and you get people to get back in touch with, What's important? So it goes back to authenticity, you know, relevance and and strategy if it comes yeah. to business. But but I really think it's important. And you know what? When we give, we feel better. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And yes. let's place facts, right? Hundred bucks, honestly, for ninety five percent of the people. Well, of the, it's going to be listening to you. What difference, really? Well, a hundred or two hundred or even five hundred dollars make. Yeah. If if ten of your people listening to this gave five hundred dollars right now, seriously, what difference would it make to their lives? Yeah. Absolutely zero. Maybe not a new pair of shoes that you can't wear out anyway, so who cares? Yeah. Maybe not a dinner out, but actually, you'd still be warm, you'd still be healthy, you could still be educated, your electricity bill would still be paid. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. Give it, yeah. Is what I would say. And and in my experience, you know, I do a lot of work with small businesses around just kind of focusing their their sponsorship and their donation efforts because yep. typically small business owners, you know, they're probably listening to this going, yeah, absolutely, I'd I'd donate, and they are generally so generous. They're also particularly in regional communities, they're also usually the doors that everybody bangs on because they generally are so so generous. Um, but I think there's so much more potency and so much, I, I guess there's there's so much that can be achieved when you go, okay, well, you know, if I'm donating $5,000 just willy-nilly, 50 bucks for this raffle, 100 bucks over here, you know, if I just took that $5,000 that I'm shelling out each year for, you know, in the local community and putting that amount or even, you know, two lots of 2500 towards a really good cause that I feel aligned to, my business feels aligned to, it's aligned within my local community and you can really make a difference with that. So it's yeah. a it's, you know, rather than kind of just spreading it around to, to all and sundry, could you actually just take that 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 donation amount that you're giving and really kind of make a difference to to one organization with that 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 solid donation. Yeah, and it goes back to strategy, relevance, yes. and and authenticity. The other thing I would say is it also gives you the ability to say no. Yes. So what I do now is when people say, "Can you give me?" To do it? and I'll say, "I really well, good on you, Jane, for doing blah walking, whatever." Yep. Um, 
really appreciate it, but I've made the decision for myself to to put all my um uh all my donation area, all my investment into one one organization because I because I think I can make the maximum impact. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. And, you know, like sometimes people get annoyed by that or whatever. Most people will go because they know that I'm giving. It's not like I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to give you anything because I've got lots of money and you've got none. Yeah. It's more that I've got, I'm giving the money, but I'm giving it to this place, not this place. Yeah, that's that's 100%. And I think, too, if you're telling that story with your marketing, like, mm. for, for example, I will often talk about the, the um, partnership that I have with The Hunger Project then people see that you are giving. Do you know what I mean? Yep. They don't go, oh, that's just a lie that she's, you know, she's fobbing us off. It's like, well, yep. no, just go and check my social media. Like I talk about it all the time. Yep. So, and that's, that's again, you know, a, a branding opportunity for businesses as well. So, oh, look, that's brilliant. So, look, I will put the link to the immersion program in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll also put the links to The Hunger Project if anybody wants to find out more about what they're doing globally. Um, but what about if they want to find out more about yourself, Christine, or People yeah. Coach? Tell, tell, tell us where they can come and find you. Okay, so you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Christine Core. You can go to our website, which is People Coach, which is P-E-E-P-L-C-O-H-C-H, peoplecoach.com. Um, you can... Also, register for a free trial on our People Coach platform. You can go to our free webinars uh, that we're starting on the 27th of, well, doing every month anyway. And I'm happy to make an offer to your listeners for anybody that wants to understand more about or is thinking about their leadership, their team support, or even for themselves. Um, have a look at our programs. And I'm happy to offer. Um, a, a discount to anybody that comes through your program and just remembering that every person that joins us we support the hunger project um, Love it. through that and to date I think I just looked at the numbers I think we've raised 35,000 in the last sort of 12 months or so so oh, amazing yeah, we're pretty happy about that amazing i love it thank you so much christine it's been so great to talk to you this morning and uh hear all about um your approach to purpose which sounds um incredible thank you christine you're welcome all the best thanks for having me thanks for listening to yet another episode of the how to do marketing show i really do enjoy bringing you these episodes and i hope that you get a lot from them If you would like to receive even more marketing musings from myself and my team, be sure to head to howtodomarketing.com.au and subscribe to our email. And if you want to move closer to your dream business by creating your own bloody great marketing plan for 2022, head on over to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash my bloody great marketing plan. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 